Welcome back to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. Uh, how's it been so far uh, this week? Cold. Very cold. It's and cold here in New York. Yeah. I find it unacceptable. I don't mind it. I went to go so. see um, A Christmas Carol last night. How was on it? On Broadway. It was really, really good. It shows in New York and in London. So if you're in either of those places, uh, you should go check it out. But it was very, very, it was very cold. I was sad. <laughs> I was wearing leather pants. Don't wear leather to that show. Don't wear leather? Yeah. You'll see why. If you go to the show, you'll find out why. Okay. The thing about leather pants is it is the coolest pants. Mm-hmm. Not as in cool like it's rad, which they are. But if it's cold out, they're going to not keep you warm in the least little bit. If it's hot out, they're going to stick to you like a sweaty nutsack. Yeah. There's no way them to be comfortable <laughs> i don't own a pair of leather pants so you know thanks for the info maybe you should get a pair <laughs> and find out how it is don't get pleated like 80s ones get like cool guy ones like snm ones go ahead <laughs> i mean those are not going to be very comfortable either <laughs> i bought a pair of heels from uh the sh- i call them the stripper depots where you can get mm, fetish heels and the clear heels that a lot of strippers like to wear okay and i like to get those because those girls have to wear it for a very long time. They can't be messing around with uh, payless heels. Oh, is that still in so fashion I, though? The, the clear heel thing. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't frequent strip clubs, so I can't like you know. Uh, where I bought my shoes, they're still very much in style. Okay. <laughs> Regular shoes from Macy's, no matter how expensive they are, they're not going to be comfortable. And a working girl. Mm-hmm. would need to be a little bit more comfortable. Uh, and that's why they're the best kind of heel you can buy. They're not work-friendly, the clear heels? No, they are. That's uh, the thing. Oh. Okay. Any any kind of um, sex worker, like a stripper or, or whatever, they are going to be in those heels for a very long time, so they need them to be comfortable like a pair of sneakers. Oh, all right. They're not going to be screwing around. When you go to Payless and Macy's and stuff like that, you're going to get very uncomfortable heels that you'll take off within 20 minutes of arriving at the wedding. Ah, you cannot work a twelve-hour shift in heels like heels that. Like, <laughs> no, that w- I can imagine that would be kind of you know. And they don't always carry the six-inch heels there. I got three and three-quarter-inch heels for the older hooker. Like oh, myself. okay. You know. For the older hooker. You know, I'm not ready to retire yet. <laughs> <laughs> for the older sex worker. You know, I mean, what am I going to do? <laughs> Suffer? Right. I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got Disney Plus this week also. Oh yeah, you're yeah. paying for that. I'm, yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely not getting it by nefarious means. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm, I uh, I'm a Disney person. So. <laughs> I like Disney. It's it's good. It has good stuff. You're never so. getting Spider-Man on that. The little guy, Sony, if you can stand it, is not going to let Spider-Man be on Disney+. Plus. No, you, you'll get it eventually. Spider-Man is not on Disney+. Plus Because they have all these cartoons, though. Because Sony owns it. Yeah, but they have all these cartoons, though. All the Spider-Man cartoons. What, oh, from the 80s and stuff? And they have Civil War and Spider-Man's in it, so... For like two seconds, he's in it. Still in it. Yeah, but you don't get the good ones. You can have all the Tobey Maguire... No, you can't even have those. Those are all Sony. Every bit of Spider-Man... Well, yeah, those are Sony. Are Sony's. And they'll not be on Disney+. Plus. Thank you very much. Love Sony. Oh, okay. We'll they, see. Yeah, they put their foot down. We'll see. Okay. Those little guys at Sony put their foot down against that big behemoth of Disney. Right? We'll see. <laughs> Remember, they said he wasn't going to be in the MCU anymore either, and look what happened. So we'll, oh, we'll see. I was on Sony's side for that. Like, you were? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? With what Disney brought to the table? I mean, I was, like, I understood the financial thing, and I was 
on Sony's side. But then I was like, but I want to see Spider-Man in the MCU. So it's like, it's like this: like you own this house, and somebody who wants to own this house is like, "Hey, can I rent an apartment in in your house?" And you're like, "Yeah, you bet." Okay. And you let them rent, and now they've made you live in the backyard and are charging you rent. That is what <laughs> Disney is doing to Sony. So eventually, Sony gets to move back into the house and take control because they don't need Disney. No, they need Disney. Oh yeah, they need Disney. Did any of the uh, Disney-inspired Spider-Man win an Academy Award? Uh, I think Spider-Verse was, nom- was nominated. It, it won. And that has zero to do with Disney. That is a 100% Sony-generated story. You sure? Because yes, I, thought Kevin, sure. I thought Kevin Feige like, was a producer on that. He might have been a producer on it, but not as a part of Disney. Oh, he was just there he as a consultant? He's not owned by Disney. He can go free, you know, run off and make movies for any old company. He can make movies for anyone. All if right. he wants to, he's not. Oh, I mean, is he owned by Disney? Technically, no. no. So they consulted with him on it, probably. But okay, it's not a Disney property. I mean, look, I like the Sony Spider-Man movies. I like them because that's all we had at the time. Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that's all we had. All we had was like you know, sad Tobey Maguire. He wasn't. He was good in the first one and like some of the second. No, one. he was great in the second one. I like because the second one's my favorite mm-hmm. out of all three of them. Interesting, but. You know, he wasn't... I mean, Tom Holland is, like, the best. He is the best. Because he's age-appropriate. Exactly. To uh, Tobey Maguire. But he was, like, a 30-year-old man. He's like, I'm definitely 16. I'm like... He's like, no, you're 35. That's some CW lie right there. (laughs) It's like, no, you're 35. And... And he's good-looking. What are you doing fighting Joe Manganiello? He's good-looking, but he's no... uh, Joe Manganiello was, like, 35 years old, too. I was like... (laughs) Yeah. This is some Grease-level fantasy going on. Like, I'm 45, but aren't I 15? <laughs> I mean, I think I auditioned once for uh, Hamlet. I read for Gertrude. Oh, okay. This had to be like maybe five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. And the the person who was doing the casting, I didn't get the part, was like, oh, you don't want to read for Ophelia? And I was like, wow. Wow. I was like, listen, <laughs> I know you're trying to be generous by saying that I have the the look Oh, Alexa doesn't know that Ophelia is 16, apparently, <laughs> or 15, and I'm, I am i had to be like 38 at the time, 37, 38 years old, okay. and I was like, uh, I'm a little long in the tooth for Ophelia, don't you think? And they were like, oh, are you? And I'm like, don't patronize me. I don't mind being <laughs> old. It's fine. Gertrude's an excellent character. Well, you never know. I mean, some people might get offended, like, what do you mean? I was offended that they thought I could be Ophelia. <laughs> I oh. got that to be offensive. So you embrace being old. Oh, yeah. Being old's best. It's the best you can be. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Nah, it's excellent. It's a, everything's like, well, I do whatever I want. Well, that's true. You can't do that in your youth. You have no money and you have no means. <laughs> I have money and means. And who's going to tell me not to? <laughs> I'll kill somebody, you. O- somebody older than you? <laughs> no, no, they won't. They'll be like, great idea, fellow old person. Let's leave. <laughs> But you're not, you're not, you're not old. I don't, I don't, well, 42. I don't see it. Well, I'm 41, so I don't consider myself old. No, no, we're not old, like, like moving into the 55 and over community. Right. I wish. Can't wait. Can't you're, wait. You're, you're, you're looking forward to that? Oh, God, yes. Yes, give me the old people community. <laughs> when we go on vacation, we only talk to older people. Really? Yeah, people in the, when we went on our honeymoon, we were in our late 20s. Mm-hmm. And we made friends with people in their 50s. Okay. And we hung out with them while we were there the whole time. Went out to dinner and all that stuff. 
and anybody close to our own age we were disgusted by and would not talk to. <laughs> really? <laughs> Older people are best. They have better stories. They don't have time for like any bullshit That's at all. True. Which is my favorite thing. And even when we go on vacation now, we're like, oh, are you, you're also 40? That's great. Where are the 60-year-old people? <laughs> I need to be friends with them. But I figure by the time they're like 40, they'll probably on the, you're, you're on your same level. You know what I mean? It's like a little finer now. But uh, not old people forever. All right. Stories are better. No, they have good stories. Yeah. Stories are better. And I'm like, oh, great life lessons being picked up here. <laughs> Mistake I'll also make, and then we can talk about it. <laughs> Compare notes. Like, how did you resolve it when you did it? Because I also did it. <laughs> Even though you told me not to and did it anyway. Yeah. So this week in Stargate, how are you holding up on Stargate? I'm still sticking to one a week. Yeah, I pretty much do one a week. And we it's been a lot because of Disney Plus. So I'm like, oh, I got to watch Stargate. But I have Disney Plus. I, I watched a video recently. Here's the thing that I realized about, no offense to other Stargate fans who probably feel this way, so sorry about it. I watched a video about where the franchise stands mm-hmm. as far as like new Stargate material and shows and, and whatever else. They get their hopes up so high. Like the, Even the creator of the video that I had watched, he was like, they promise us the, the universe and they give <laughs> us bloody nothing. And, and I'm like, I know they don't give you any. I'm like, you live in the novels and various comics or whatever they got that extend the stories. And Stargate Infinity. And uh, yeah, just just do what do what you have. And MGM's never going to make it again. They're never going to make the movies again. They're never going to make the shows again. They're not going to continue anything. They're going to do nothing. They can't sell off the rights to like another company, like I give mean, it to like probably, Netflix or something. They probably could, but they're not going to. Oh, they're not going to do anything with it because the guy who wound up buying MGM after bankruptcy doesn't care, and this thing could sit in a pile of garbage forever. <laughs> and that's fine. As fans. I made my piece on Stargate a long time ago about getting new things, and maybe that's a little leftover hurt from Firefly, um, where I'm like, just pack it up and put it away. And Carnival, they never finished don't, that show. Yeah, don't talk HBO. about Carnival. It hurts. Don't, don't still, talk about right? that. It's yeah. painful. You find out the don't, Omega, and then yeah, that's don't, it. <laughs> don't talk about it. There's not I, even comics on that one. Right? So <laughs> at least in Firefly, there's comics you could you could turn to and find out like War of Shepherd book story and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and you can find stuff out, but this is just like... Nope. Oh, nope. It hurts. And they did it. I like how Hannibal closed. It doesn't have to continue into Silence of the Lambs if it doesn't want to. It's very closed at the end yeah. after they were canceled. So I'm not that bothered by it. But would not kill to see what they did with Silence of the Lambs. Uh, oh, yeah. so good. But they won't give up the rights, you no. see. So Stargate fans, just, just take what you got. Love what you got. Accept it. Make your fan fictions and, and have your fun. Firefly style. Just know they're never. They're just not coming back to it. I know they like to remake everything nowadays and be like, mm-hmm. "Look, it's a sequel to this." Plus, Starfighter they had. They had a lot. They had a lot more than Firefly. Firefly had one season. And I know. You guys had like three series. There's. We know. are going to be doing this show for a long, <laughs> long time on based on how many episodes there are. This was a super long running show. It is. And it, it had the record there for a minute for a little while, and then it was. What was it like fire. ten years? It was, of Stargate? It had, yeah, it had it, and then the X-Files had it, and then they had it again, and then something else got it. And I don't remember what that something... Oh, this Supernatural, oh, Supernatural. might have got it, because they've been on for 15 years. Mm. 
So maybe we'll do Supernatural after that. Last us another decade until we're at both oh, I got, a, I got, a, I got a lot to say <laughs> about Supernatural, man. There's some oh. real blah blah seasons in there. Right? <laughs> not that there aren't here. There, are, there are some blah blahs. Yeah, but not yet because it's still new and it's mm. still finding its feet and it's figuring it out. Yeah, and that's always fun to watch. They don't let shows do that as much as they used to. No, because everybody's like, I want this now. now and now. Universe is like the key. My key example, Stargate Universe of not letting a, a show find its footing because the first season was the blah blahs. Yeah. And the second season was so good. It was really, really good. And they were like, cut it off, get it out of here. See, that's the thing. I I quit after the first season because no. I was like, this is I not can't as wait good for you to see that. You're going to see that second season. You're going to be like <laughs> mad. You're going to be carnival mad about oh, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still mad. I'm still Carnival mad about Carnival man. So is Michael. That's the first show that my oh. husband ever had his heart broken on. Like to see Clancy Brown and stuff. Oh I'm my god, like, isn't um... he amazing? I am the person who started and runs the Earth Two uh, fan page. I don't, run, I don't post anything or do anything about it. Earth I just two. like I I created it so people would have something to tag when they wanted to talk about it. Because <laughs> 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 there wasn't one in Facebook back in the old days. There wasn't one. You see, back in, yeah, that's me, my old lady voice. So I made the fa- the Earth Two fan page. Earth Two, I remember Earth Two. So people can uh, remember it, talk about it if they so choose. It's like uh, that's another one. It was finding its footing, God, and I then loved they just it so much. I adored that show. I lo- I really had a thing for Clancy Brown. Speaking <laughs> of last time we spoke, uh, or the time before, it was my my old man, <laughs> crushes Clancy Brown would be one of them. <laughs> talk like Lex Luthor. Oh, I love Jeremy Irons and. Mm-mm. Well, who doesn't? Uh, hey, Jeremy no, Irons. No, in a very sexy way. I love Jeremy Irons. Oh, okay. All right. I like an old man. <laughs> and a distinguished nose. A <laughs> distinguished nose. It's my thing. All right, back to Stargate. So distracting. Uh, this is episode four. I seen in some places it called episode five, and it's only episode five if you broke up that pilot the into pilot, two episodes. Yeah. I... Think on the box set, it says episode four. So that's how we're doing it. Okay. Episode, doing it four. episode four. The Braca Divide. I didn't remember what that meant or anything about this episode. <laughs> I've, uh, I've since decided that after I watch one of these episodes, I'm going to go on YouTube and I'm going to watch the preview for at, from when it aired. Okay. Because YouTube is nothing but a archive of old promos. And it's amazing. It really is. Because I found the promos. <laughs> <laughs> and this is 25 years old. These yeah, 25 year old, 25 year old, yeah, they're on there. So I didn't remember anything about this. Did you remember anything about this? I remembered everyone becoming like de evolved. Oh, okay, and that's about it. I liked that. It made me think of remember <laughs> Buffy didn't do it as well when Buffy drinks beer and she turns into a cave person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> so, oh. That that one doesn't come out quite as good as the Brocket Divide. No, is. this one was actually pretty good. Pretty so SG three are a pile of Marines. We find out. I think in I feel like in later seasons they stop uh, even talking to other SG teams. Yeah, it's, <laughs> they just focus on SG one. <laughs> Which is whatever. That's fine, I guess. Until they get to Atlantis, and then they remind you, like, hey, we have other teams. They all get attacked by cave people, which I at first think are werewolves because I yeah. see like the the brow ridge and stuff like that. And no, like, first they see they see one of them, like one of the one of the people on the planet, about to get raped by the cave people. Oh no, no, that's when SG One shows up. This is in oh. the, the cold open. Oh okay. 
In the cold open, I think uh, werewolves. And then it isn't. The land of light people saved that woman because that, it turns out to be the daughter of the chieftain yeah. or whatever. Which is great. That woman. Okay, is that is that in... That's SG-1 that sees that because Sam yeah. wants to stop it. Okay, and, uh, Sam wants to stop it, but Daniel and, and uh, O'Neill are just like, nah, it's oh, not Oh, you're right, you're right. They all... Okay, SG-1 and the killing of that guy, that's in the cold open. This is now yeah. SG-1 had come through. Sorry, my notes are awful. I can't believe that that Daniel, man. Come on, <laughs> dude. Come on. He's just like, no, no, just... We can't interfere. Yeah, we can't interfere so bad that his wife... I mean, it's glad, it's nice that they found love and everything, but she was a gift to him, and right. he kept her. Right. So, and Sam even said that. She's like, and you kept her? <laughs> I mean, guys, get your shit together. You don't... Oh, now all of a sudden it's Prime Directive everywhere you turn? Right. When he was like, no, no, no. Just oh, it's, it a, it's Prime Directive when we want to watch. <laughs> Perverts. So that's good that people came by to save her, because uh, I did not remember that that was... That was going to be a thing. Oh, and he's arguing with back on Earth about how they need to go back there because of anthropology. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Because he's <laughs> like, he's like, we got to go back. And, he's, and General Hammond's like, dude, relax. I, I'm like, I can't believe that he thought he was going to be overruled there. <laughs> like, of course it's of interest. Of course it's of interest uh, yeah. to the government because finding out how maybe they have a. Uh, a thing that they can appropriate, let's be honest, yeah. and use for themselves because they're not going to share the credit. I guess it's it. it's a play on the fact, it's a callback to the fact that everywhere he goes, he's always been told no. So he has this like really big insecurity. Oh, does he ever? And General Hammond's like, relax, dude. You're arguing in circles. We already agreed to it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that the Broken Divide was a theory separating... Um, Oh, Chromagnon Man from Stone from Bronze Age, I guess. Yeah, it's or Iron Age. I don't know which one came first. I think it's no, it's Bronze and then Iron. I should. What I should do is bring my Chromebook with me as well, so I can open it up and keep Google at the ready, so I can <laughs> check what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, but from what I believe, yeah. it's it's Bronze, Iron, and then Steel or Modern Age or something like that. I don't All know. right, I believe you. Oh, I just kept thinking about the other, other episode, the episode after this one. Sorry. Okay. So Carter walks in and absolutely attacks Jack O'Neill. And I'm very proud of Jack in this instance. Oh, because he kept it in his pants? Yeah. So many people wouldn't have. I mean, I'm sure Daniel would have. I want to believe Daniel would have. Oh, geez. No, well, he still thinks he's mad. I have some side theories for some very much later episodes that involve Claudia Black and Ben Browder's characters. Okay. We can talk about it after we stop recording. Because no spoilers for the future. So that's nice that he, he throws her off because this, he doesn't want it like that. Yeah. I mean, but doesn't he, though? I mean, I would. I mean, I wouldn't do it because, like, she's obviously out of her mind. And that's not a thing that she would do. Like, out of the blue, she wouldn't just, like, turn Attack up him. in a slinky shirt and be like, uh, now's the time. <laughs> in the locker this. room, you know? <laughs> let's, let's make this happen. Be like, hey, not, not here. But if you want to keep that pent up for yourself and you bring that to me when you're in a better state of mind, I do like this, though. So early <laughs> age. So, so I'm is, the sub. You're the dom. Just so bear that. So this is a callback to consent then. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It's good. It's good that that Jack does that. And if, if she had come by 20 minutes later, <laughs> it would have been pound been town. 
because Jack immediately loses his self control with Daniel. Yeah, he does. He does. So yeah, so like if they if it's like an hour in between those two events. Yeah, that, that, yeah <laughs> and at this point it was on Showtime, so they might have done it. Yeah, Showtime shows a lot of restraint as far as like swearing and nudity is concerned. Yeah. They don't do it. I think HBO is the first of those pay channels when they start all start getting in on creating TV shows where they, they really go they wild it, with yeah they don't do it swearing. gratuitously, but they do it within context of the show, I guess. Yeah, sometimes it's just not necessary, and I guess it's just not necessary. Yeah, HBO yeah. just says forget it. Everybody likes yeah, that. So. I mean, yeah. everybody made a big... I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but... Um, no? No. The real s- stories are better. They're better. Well, yes. So, But I already know them, so I already know what's going to happen. So, without watching the show, mm-hmm. because I'm a history nerd in that way. Uh, like, I already know about... The, the War of the Roses and all that the stuff. The Black Ditter and stuff like... Yeah, the War of the Roses. Yeah. And, like, uh, the Ponzi plot. and all, all where they're pulling all of their things from. I know how all of them end and how they're going to end in the show now because of that. Oh. But Game Which of Thrones had dragons, though. It did the dragons, dragons were cool. I watched um, The Dragons Be Born, and people made such a huge deal out of that. Because she, na- she was naked? And I was like, all right, I'm going to see what the big deal is about this. And I watched the scene, and it was beautiful. Beautifully shot. And yeah, it was, it was and a good scene. And uh, I was like, this is some out-of-context nudity. This isn't like bone zone nudity. This is, this is honest this is, to yeah, cause magic. Because she walked walk through magic. fire. So, yeah, when you walk through fire, your clothes will get burned. I was Off. like, people are absolute rubbish. <laughs> and they shouldn't bring it up to her, and they shouldn't, like, hold it again and be like, oh, I can't believe you would do such a thing, because that's what they were doing to her for a bit. Yeah, and it's like, I'm an actor, so. We're so oppressed in this country sexually that we can't even handle, like, the odd nipple. Yeah. The odd bush. Can't handle anything. So, Dr. Frazier, Terrell Rothery. Yes, we see oh. her for the first time. I didn't realize she got in so early. Yeah, I was so happy to see her. Uh, she, what a what a excellent excellent character, and I love Terrell Rothery as an actress. Yeah, she's better than that uh, the other doctor. Which doctor? Uh, From the one. last episode. Oh yeah, yeah, the guy who gets killed yeah. to make room for Terrell Rothery. <laughs> I mean, if I knew that that was the reason, oh <laughs> my gosh, justified. Everybody except uh, Doctor Fraser and Doctor Jackson have gone full animal. Yeah. By this point, they're all locked up together. They're all beating themselves against the wall, you know, pumping things. That's crazy. People. Yeah, everybody's absolutely they're lost their losing mind. their mind. I know they like to compare it to cave people, but I don't think cave people were like that. No, in particular, like they were just like getting on with getting on. Yeah, they I were. Mean, they like, had they had a society. walls and like they had a society. I assume. Yeah, and, they did. You know, because they had to eat, so they had to have a society. They buried their dead. Some kind of organ, you know, some kind of you know organization. The next note I have is internet. <laughs> it's the very, very early times for Daniel to be like, "Do you want to look this up on the internet?" Because uh, he says that. So it's probably like either let me see, it's not DSL or something like that. Copy serve, you know, what right? See, being old spot or Internet Explorer for the first yeah. time ever. I, hold on, I've got a. I opened up. I got 500 free hours from AOL. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna look this up online. It's on my AOL. It'll be account. worth my 500 hours. Oh, I don't have. I don't have my AOL account memorized. Jesus. I consider this episode to be a real wild one. They put in like a horse tranquilizer onto O'Neill yeah. <laughs> to get him to be like, "Would you experiment on me?" Yeah, seriously. They kidnap Daniel when they go back to the planet to find out 
Hammond in a moment of extreme uh, practical attitude. It's like if anybody gets out of this base, you kill them and you burn yeah, them. Yeah, you kill them, you kill them, you shoot them on sight, and you burn them. Which is the best way to get rid of disease, and it seems very cold. And I don't think Jack or Daniel would do that. So they do this in the in early seasons of The Walking Dead. I don't know if you watched that. I watched it until see until the end of season three. You're not missing out. Okay, so great. You're in the prison then. So mm-hmm. Carol kills those two people and sets yeah. them on fire or whatever. And the other members of the team were like, you done messed up. You didn't have to burn. Oh, yes, she did. Yeah. She's the Hammond <laughs> in this situation where she's like, listen, no, absolutely not. We are not being wiped out by plague. Right? No. <laughs> and they're like, you are a monster. Yeah. She's like, an alive monster. I'm an alive monster. I'm still here. <laughs> so I... I Immediately thought of that when I saw Hammond being like, "You're gonna have to go ahead and burn bodies." Yeah. Sorry, to anybody say. gets out, that's it. And I like that though. I'm like, because da- yeah, Daniel and Jack would be like, "I bet we could save them." Let's talk to them. Oh, I bet you you can't save them. Not at that <laughs> point, anyway. They didn't figure out what the cure was. Daniel gets snatched, and Tail goes to the light people to, to be the, light. to the light people. The light people. Oh, at some point earlier. Uh, nope, who, that's the next episode we'll talk about. It. Who they're they who, together? Yeah, who are Minoan? Actually. Yeah, that was cool. I like how in these early episodes they explore different kinds of um, civilizations from Earth that yeah, like would have seeded out. Mongols. I wonder, now, do you think they don't uh, progress technologically because of the Gould visiting? Because it's a lot of generations. Well, I think like the Gould probably visit them so they don't become, you know... I bet that's damn likely. Yeah. Because <laughs> remember what happened with Earth? How uh, they just left them to be, yeah. And Earth revolted, so they probably just like suppressed them. But yeah, if so they don't show up for generations, I know it takes us like tens of thousands of years to get away from like where we were to where we are now. I'm not saying they should have like probably have invented internet and stuff like that by now, but like if the Minoan culture from how many thousand five thousand years ago I'm six thousand I'm not sure years ago is transplanted to that planet, so they've now got six thousand years. I mean, maybe they're not quite where we are, but maybe they should be a little bit, like, at least up to, like, what we had in the 14th and 15th century. With, like, swords and stuff? Not even swords, but, but like, on the precipice of inventing photography and things like that. that I mean, happen in, in maybe they instill that, like, fear in 17th. them. You know what I mean? So that it just sticks with generation after generation. I mean, maybe. They don't, they don't advance. Because they do. That's for a later episode. <laughs> That's for uh, a separate series. Well, no, down down the line in this one, you see something like like that. So maybe I'm not remembering it well. Yeah. Or maybe it's early episodes and they just want to show things like that. So Daniel gets snatched and the light people are really mouthy to Teal. They considered him a god, like a straight up god-ass god. Yeah. And he's like, you have to help me find Daniel. And they're like, because I'm, no. I asked you to. And they were like, Beat it. Get yeah. out of my sight. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You were heaping godly praise upon him. And now you're like, get out of my house. Get out of my house. You've disrupted the natural order of things. You flash back to Daniel. He's got the disease. Yeah. He's, he's a beast boy now. He's like eating raw meat. But before he's a beast boy, and they and they pan over to him, his pants are extremely torn. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm, I noticed because I was like, is that his legs? Did they take his <laughs> pants off? Oh, my God. And they were very tore up. I'm like, ah. Oh no! Does Daniel have to like live through a certain amount of things? Right. <gasps> well, they don't get into it, uh, and it all comes down to his allergy medication. Yes, they explain the whole histamine thing. 
Well, if you give everybody Benadryl, they'll fall asleep. But they won't have any history. I find it also interesting, too, that they couldn't. Under- no one else, when they were affected, no one else could had speech but O'Neill. Well, he's the one that they were dosing the most with the yeah, most sedative. But before, he was, like, kind of, you know, coherent, almost. Oh, when he was, like, trying to talk? Yeah. Like, well, um, I guess they didn't want to focus on the other people that were... I mean, they could have gone for the other people, but they're not... But not even characters. Hammond, though? Ah. <laughs> to what end? He's just going to give orders that nobody wants to do. Oh, yeah. So when they go to, to cure Daniel, they take the antihistamines back in the blow darts. All the Sudafed. All the Sudafed <laughs> on Earth in a blow dart form. And, a, and they blow dart everyone. Oh, maybe it's not. It's probably in a gun. They're not. No, it's in a gun. It's in their... Uh... <laughs> I just like a blow dart. And I think in the next episode they use blow It's darts. in their P90s. And Zam, like, all of a sudden, instead of just shooting a dart into Daniel, she's like, I've got a needle. I'm, I'm going like, to go stick him. Like, why? why? <laughs> That's, like, tactically wrong. You're making it harder on yourself. Yeah, like, work smarter, Sam, not harder. Yeah, really. And they wind up shooting him anyway with the antihistamine. And they bring him back to the people of light. Yeah. Put him in the circle of healing or whatever. And I'm Isolation sorry to, chamber. I'm sorry to report, but antihistamine, no matter how good, cannot cure you of unibrow. And that is what no. happens here. <laughs> well, maybe they tweaked it a bit? I know you want, like, I, I get from, like, an effects point of view, they wanted to make sure that you understood that they were turning into a Cro-Magnon man, kind of, with the, the extended brow and, yeah. and mm. facial structure. But, like, just because you got rid of the disease doesn't mean the bones are going to flatten back out and the hair in between your eyebrows is going to No, that's not how it works. (laughs) (laughs) No, otherwise uh, a lot of people would be taking antihistamine. (laughs) And that's how they end the show. They they give out the cure. Everybody hugs and is happy. Happily ever after. They live happily, Minoany ever after. How many stars would you give this episode? I liked it, and I also liked it that they introduced Dr. Frazier, so I'll give it, like, a three. Yeah, I gave it three and a half stars. Because uh, I really I really did like it. I was like, this is a wild one. It's all over the map. Yeah. It's fun for shippers because this is like one of the few times this, this must be the uh, maiden voyage of the Jack and Sam ship. Yeah. <laughs> Which you can thank the X-Files for the shipping operation, like the term and all that. That all comes mm-hmm. from Usenet. 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 Know that. So that, yeah, you don't get a lot of... Uh, acted out romance between No, you just get a quick thing. That's those it. Two. So that's a nice that's a nice little treat for the shippers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe back back in the old days, Gate World and, and other various message boards, they had uh, they were called Oh funk you used to you used to go to Gate World? Um, they sent me a birthday message every year. <laughs> really? Yes. Every year since like twenty thirteen. Nope, even before that I think. That's maybe two thousand seven. Yeah, they're like, they wish me a happy birthday, and then they say, treat yourself to an episode of Stargate. Ah, wow. Because it's my birthday, and I deserve to watch an episode of Stargate. And, and they, right. just, they just pick random episodes for I usually for you? pick the pilot of one of these shows, one <laughs> of the three, and then uh, don't go any further. Like, that was great! I'm like, oh yeah, good pilot, I forgot about you. <laughs> oh, so they used to call them thunk threads. It was about one of the characters getting beat up. <laughs> a lot. What? Yeah, people liked it. They liked seeing Daniel get uh, Daniel Funk was um, him just getting beat up. Not like in a malicious way where they're like, I hope they kill off that character. They just, just thought it was like, hot. Because he'd get into situations and like he'd have to fight his way out of it. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 
Or like um, every time somebody punches Daniel, they're like, yeah. <laughs> and a gun. That's how it was back in the old days. All in the right. wild west of the internet. That is okay. Gate world. They still operate. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Oh, the reason why I saw that video that I mentioned earlier was because they had shut down. MGM had a subscription service at some point. Yes, they did. I remember. Well, they shut it down. Oh. Because oh. who's going to subscribe to it for a honestly poorly made Stargate Origins that they didn't want to spend any money? They don't want to spend any money on I Stargate was, at all. <laughs> I was like yeah, interested in seeing Origins. Yeah, but it's not a great chase. Yeah, I heard it's not great. And like it has continuity issues with it, too. Oh, I'm sure. Well, they can't go through the gate because they don't activate the gate until the movie. And if they activated it even once, there's no way they'd ever lay off it. I mean, they found a way. I think they found a way around it. Like how they, you know, explain Is he the story. secret pocket gate? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not going to get to that second gate for a long time. Nope. It's going to. Do you man, care, it's really do you care about spoilers? Steam. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not spoiling for anybody who's watching along. Oh, okay. So I watched the preview for the next episode. It's the Christian episode that I mentioned. Oh, is like it? Two weeks prior. Yeah, that's the episode after this one. Oh, with the Father from Boy Meets World. Oh, my God. Is that the Father from Boy Meets yeah. World? Yeah. That's incredible. I didn't know that. What I remember about that was that there was a guy who was going to be God and or Jesus. Maybe both. And he took over a world, and that was it. And that's yeah. what I recalled from it. That's pretty. That's pretty much the synopsis of the show. I don't remember what they were talking. What were? Hang on, I gotta blow my nose. And we're back. Oh, so MGM quits uh, their streaming thing. They weren't making any money because everything was able to be seen on Amazon and Hulu. So why yeah. are they gonna? Why are they gonna keep funding the? Why am I giving? I can't be giving out money every which way. Because if you add them all up eventually including disney plus you're going to be back up to 90 dollars a month hulu for netflix sorry uh you should just combine everything like cable yeah okay see but then you're back at cable the whole point of all of these without commercials though was that yeah but the whole point was that you you could cut the the cable and you wouldn't have to do that you could just subscribe to whatever netflix or netflix and hulu or disney could just buy mgm and buy I will, everything. Absolutely. I hate <laughs> the monopoly of that. I think it stifles creativity. Disney. Oh, they didn't. Like with the Fox thing. They didn't buy Fox. They just bought all their media rights. Because Fox still has like the news. They have the sports. Oh, sure. There's and like all that stuff. different factions of, of the network that they have. But they have now they have the Simpsons. And now they have. <clears throat> excuse me. All, like Married with Children and all that stuff in the X Files. While they took a risk with Iron Man, mm-hmm. it was a very low risk financially for them yeah and then it turned out to be you know lightning in a bottle right but uh when only one company is making something and you want to make your thing and they hand you a note and you tell them no then you're out of luck and then where do you go true sony little guy sony somehow yeah but they made a deal with sony sony still gets some profit they should get all profit though that's the point disney coming to the table with yeah the only way we uh, we're gonna use your property as if we get like a hundred percent of the profit instead of you. So now they've moved into your house and you're paying them to live. Yeah, in but your then backyard. now now you're holding Disney hostage and you're pissing off the fans. Tough. Because yeah, tough but, for Disney. No, Disney. Yeah, doesn't but get to have I mean, everything. how do you have a Marvel universe without? I mean, I agree with you, but <laughs> how do you have a Marvel universe without Spider Man? Well, they did it for all of those movies up until Civil War. Yeah, but people were clamoring for Spider Man. I mean, they could clamor all they want. 
and they can want what they want, but they aren't taking the long view, I don't think, when they're like that. When when Disney came up with, we want all the profit <laughs> and <laughs> none all. for you, and they were like, you better get in bed with us, Sony, or else you're going to get nothing. They were like, we'll pack up our Spider-Man and go home. We do not need you. That's what they, they did. Had, they threatened it. And, and Disney had to back off, and that's good. But like, people were like, I can't believe Sony's being so selfish. What are you talking about? You want to live in your backyard and pay the people who stole your house to live there? Because that's what you're doing when True. you're letting Disney take over like that. And they're right. Sony does not need them. You could make a perfectly good Spider-Man movie now with the current cast. You don't have to reference back to the MCU at all. Tony's dead. That's it. Goodbye. Yeah, but how do you how do you reference that that he you died? You don't though? have to. Yes, you do. Yeah, they mentioned it in Far From Home. They more than mentioned it. But now he's got to move on. He can't just be sitting around sobbing his eyes out about Tony Stark for the rest of his life. But he's then be how do you? Old, so, and he's going to be so, like, I still miss Tony. Yeah, but how do you? <laughs> how do you um? How do you? How do you? Because he becomes an Avenger at some point, Spider Man. So how do you? Well, you just don't do write that story. That? But those you are don't like have what? to write that story. You, that's the thing about comics is at some point he's an Avenger, but at other points, no, he isn't. No, you don't have to write it, but fans are going to want it. Well, tough. They'll also, they also wanted Into the Spider-Verse. And that doesn't make mention of the Avengers at all. Well, no, because it has it, it's it its own story. To. Right. So you can make a Spider-Man, a third Spider-Man movie with the current cast and just not bring it up. You don't have to bring it up. He's got other interests besides the Avengers. Yeah, but I and guess they were looking at the Marvel Universe. That he yeah. could get it to. They could bring in Venom, even though that movie is mediocre. Uh, they could still bring in Venom because that's well, theirs go- as well. Well, they're going to now. Well, they can't. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So you don't need to mention the Avengers about that. That's his own thing now. He's got to deal with that's this true. Venom bullshit or whatever or this Green Goblin crap that's going around. He has plenty to deal with that isn't Avengers-based. Yeah, but I kind of want to see him. Yeah, true, but I kind of want to see him as an Avenger. Me personally. I mean, yeah, that would be great. But uh, if they never went back to it, I'd be fine with that too. All right. I'd like to see how creative they could be knowing that they can't pull into that. And it's a little great that they don't do it in Into the Spider Verse. No. Because it shows that they have the creativity and the willingness to explore unique storylines. That don't involve Disney. They don't need them. No, they don't need them, but it's a nice thing to have. It doesn't matter. I, know, I mean, it's nice to have a lot of things. It's nice to have a yacht, but no, uh, like, I'm getting on it, just it fine nice without one. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but if you have one, you're not going to just let it sit there. No, but if you had to get rid of your yacht, you could do worse than I mean, have to get rid of your yacht. Yeah, but once you have it, do you really want to get rid of it, though? Yeah, I mean, if it came down to it. If it was the difference between... Uh, living a satisfying creative life and being chained to my backyard, giving money to my overlords, then yeah, well, yes. I'd be like, yeah. enjoy that. Yacht. I mean, since you put it that way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's cold. I don't want to live in my backyard. Yeah, I know. Oh, jeez, I can't even believe that this is the the world we live in made me pick Sony as an underdog. Yeah, but. People, you know, I think I know why people were like against Sony. It was because 
all the whole thing. Because I guess Sony didn't give out all the information, or Disney didn't give out all the information as to what it's happened. Disney, you know who? You know who? <laughs> it could be Sony. You don't uh-huh. know. Disney's not all bad. Sony be like, they're a bunch of bitches, and they're not doing it good. And they were like, oh, but I'm Honest Diago. That's Disney's <laughs> Honest Diago. <laughs> Honest, Iago wouldn't do this. Disney's not all bad. They gave us like you know wholesome family wow. stuff, like Frozen mm-hmm. and, and and the Black Cauldron and the, and everything that that's was on Disney ads, Plus. <laughs> that's why it's why Gen Gen Xers are so nihilistic. This is what we grew up with. The Black Cauldron, very dark, dark times. The Gate, all that stuff. Never ending story, Dark Crystal. That animated version of The Hobbit was terrifying it was i loved it though and wizards so much better than those movies like by a lot you think so it's a short story for crying out loud how do you squeeze three movies out of that yeah that's that's the only problem I too much fluff you could have you could have just made one movie and that was it yeah you could have just made one movie because they were trying to cash in on the whole lord of the rings i hate that you didn't like lord of the rings i mean i liked fellowship of the ring and that's like pretty much the end of my like of nope i like them all I like them all. They're too long, and I didn't like the books either, so this isn't like a movie versus books thing. Oh. Uh, too long, too wordy, too descriptive. Don't like it. Don't no. like Stephen King for the same reason. Too wordy, too Yeah, long. he is a bit Annoying. wordy. He is a bit, but no, I like some of his books. I like The Stand. You could just say King's Feast, and let me figure out what it is. Maybe <laughs> it's a roast hog. Maybe it's a roast goose. Who knows? Maybe people want to know, though. Well, like then what just say roast Feast goose is. if you want me to know that's what it is. But I don't need to know about how crisp the skin is on that goose. Some people do. No, Some people like that kind of writing. It's so annoying. <laughs> I get it. I know what the woods looks like. And walking is very boring. Lord of the Rings. Then you shouldn't read Ivanhoe. Well, not they. Don't read Ivanhoe. <laughs> they describe every single uh, thing. You know, I love Mercedes Lackey as a, a fantasy author. And she describes everything. But uh, she doesn't have to describe me what a horse pen field looks like. She knows a no. <laughs> she knows a no. All right. And be like, the companions, they're over there in that horse field. Be like, got it. I know what horses look like. I know what a field looks like. Well, she'll I tell you what the horses, to. they look very special. She tells you what the horses look like. Uh, but she doesn't tell you what every blade of grass looks like. Some people like that kind of writing. Yeah. What a chore. Craggly Mountain? Already got it. No need to go <laughs> any further on it. <laughs> I know what craggly means. I know what a mountain is. That's right. I'm like, oh, saved you three chapters there. <laughs> uh, that's it for for episode four. Any interesting Stargate uh, things that you come to? I saw one thing on YouTube where uh, Sam, well, the actor, the actress playing Sam, mm-hmm. Amanda Tapping, she was talking about what it's like being at her first convention, Aww. and how she like thought it was. So, she thought it was like going to be a bunch of like nerds. It was like no, <laughs> it was. But she realized that. <laughs> Wow, they really like this show, and they really like me. So you know, and she was like really like taken aback by like Aww. how how dedicated people were oh, and sweet. stuff. And like people, said, she said like people gave her gifts and stuff. Aw, that's so cute of them. Yeah, I like to hear their little stories about on the set because there's a lot of downtime. Yeah, there's a lot of prank time. <laughs> <laughs> they do uh, a lot of pranks on that oh show. Oh my god, Jason Momoa is like the king of the prank. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I'd be happy to tell that story when we're doing Atlantis. I'm saving yeah. it for Atlantis. It's in my pocket. I'm watching it right now, and it, I, I like it. I forgot how good it, the show was. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, it's still my favorite. Yeah. Like, I love SG-1, but it's, it's Atlantis all day for me. Yeah. 
I guess that is it. If you want to reach out to us, you can. Uh, still not on the Facebooks, but you can reach us at zpmstargate.podbean.com, Instagram slash.com slash zpmstargate, Twitter.com slash zpmstargate, and that is zpmstargate at gmail.com. Not that I'll see that, but I mean, there's like a 5% chance I'll see it at Gmail. Uh, you can rate and review and subscribe. And anything else to add? Oh. You should write a really angry letter to Facebook. Oh. Let me speak to Facebook's manager. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.